Good afternoon, wonderful people, and welcome to a brand new episode of Bad Thought and Therapy. I am Sheree Hardy, and if I said thank you a million times, it would not be enough to express my sincere gratitude for your listenership. I appreciate you more than you will ever know, and I hope that these episodes empower you or they inspire you or and elevate you in some way. Um, before I begin this episode, I would like to just give a listener um, advisory because I am going to be talking about sexual assault. And I'm there's a story out of the news that I'm going to pull from, but I just want to try to reiterate that I'm not trying to just talk about people but I want us to stay focused on the lessons that we can learn from the story. The goal is to try to come up with real ways, practical ways that we can prevent sexual assault. We can minimize it. What do we say to our young people, our men and our women? What do we, you know, what do we teach them? How do we stop this from happening? Because this story that I'm going to talk about happens a lot it happens a lot on college campuses some of these stories make the news and some never ever do and I'm one of those people I'm still I'm I'm still an idealist I believe that with the right information and the right action we can create a better world and it's about what we teach our children now I know I've been in conversations with people and some people will say, you know, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, things are never going to get better. You're never going to improve the situation. But I I don't believe that should stop us from trying. I believe that we should try always to do better, to be better, um, and to elevate, to grow, to evolve in a good way, in a constructive way. So I'm talking about this story and I just want to talk about the life lessons. I'm going to title this, again, just before I get too deep into it, I'm going to put explicit on this, and I'm also going to put a listener um, discretionary advisory on this because it is a is one of those stories where my blood pressure went up a little bit, y'all, I'm for real. And so um, the question is, how do we stop it? So this will be titled "Innocent or Not Guilty: Life Lessons from the Amir Rip and Jason Went Legal Case." So if you haven't heard, and I will put an, the article, a link to the article in the description box of this episode, there was a story out of Ohio where two men, two former Ohio State College football players were um, accused of raping a young lady. A gang, they, gang, they were accused of gang raping this young woman. They were recently found last week not guilty not guilty. So the question is, are they innocent? Are they not guilty? And I'm going to put the link in there, but just the story in a nutshell. And again, we're trying to focus on the life lessons that we can learn from this and be really mindful and intentional about what you can teach your children or any young people that you work with. So the girl side of the story is that she went to an apartment where these two young men resided. And she went over there to hang out with one of the young men. And that she consensually agreed to have sex with one young man. So that's what, you know, she, 19 years old, by the way, college student, 
she was 19 years old, so she agreed to have sex with one man. However, what she alleges is that the two men forcefully raped her. She did not agree to have sex with two men. They raped her, um, both of them brutalized her, and this was not with her consent. She did not want to be involved in a menage a trois. That's not what she went over to the apartment for. That was her side of the story. The gentleman's side of the story is that she came over there and she signed up or she was willingly participated in a menage a trois in a threesome. And these are two men, two defensive linemen from the team, former, they got kicked off the team, and she agreed to have sex with them. And that she did, she was not forced. She voluntarily had participated in this threesome with two men, young men, and they had proof. And their proof was this video that supposedly she did. And from what I could gather from just an excerpt from the article, because I didn't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole with this one because my blood pressure would go up and I just didn't want this you know didn't want that to happen but they basically said that they made videos where the women that they had sex with stated that this was consensual and so the way that they got off of this case they the way they were found not guilty was that they had a video where she said it was consensual on the video i think it's something like um I, um, I'm crying, and then she says, I guess, that she agreed to this. But she says, the reason why she says it on the video is because she didn't know what else to do. She's in an apartment with two men. I'm sure she's afraid. And these are football players, and that, you know, and so she, she, she just says, okay, I did it. Apparently, this is where the story gets kind of interesting. This is something that they did when they had sex with girls they would have some kind of audio or visual stating that it was consensual. And I thought, wow, why would they do that? Well, apparently someone told them to do this so that they would not or could not be accused of sexual assault. So we have her side of the story. She went over there to be with one guy instead of being with one guy. She was, for lack of a better term, she was ambushed by both men. She was brutally sexually assaulted. She did not agree to it. She only said that on the tape because she feared for her life. She didn't know what to do. Put it that way. 19 years old. Their side of the story again is that she came over there to have sex with three people. The two people, two men. And that she knew what she was doing and that's what she had on the tape. So this was a very um, interesting case. I, I think in the case it did not take the jury long to find these young men not um not guilty the question is again are they innocent so with that said the question the thing i want to think on is how can we stop this from happening now years ago i read a book that became very popular i think this was in the early 90s the book was written by a man named nathan mccall he wrote this book called it makes me want to holler and it's sort of like a coming-of-age book where he's telling about his childhood and his young adult years until he eventually ends up in a Virginia prison. And so in this book, he describes something like this where a girl would either go to an apartment or house or either she would, um, uh, they would come to her house 
or, you know, she was going somewhere and then these guys would either be there or they would come over, more than one. And Nathan McCall never, ever used the word rape. Throughout his entire book, He they would do this and sometimes they would call this running a train. Now, meaning that a lot of boys would have sex with this woman or girl back, back, back to back. So there are a lot of issues here and I, 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 you know, just want to talk about it for a second, but he never used the term rape, but that is what it was. And I remember just, it's been a long, long time, but there was this one incident where the girl was over there and all these boys were outside, but she locked, she locked herself up in a room and all these boys were on the outside and she didn't know what to do. And she locked herself on the inside. And this is before cell phones where maybe she might've been able to call somebody for help call 911 and they're all outside the door threatening her and I think eventually she lets them in did she want that so here are some life lessons the the first life lesson and I want to make sure that I say this I don't care if a young lady goes over to someone's house or lets someone to her house and because she wants to or she thinks she wants to be involved with him sexually I don't think that she deserves to be treated any differently than someone who might be walking down the street and someone jumps out of the bushes. Because I think a lot of times in cases like this, there are biases. And the bias is the person went over to the house or the person let the person in. And this is why so many brutal rapes go unreported because the girl you know, she either let the guy in or she went over there, but she was not going over there for rape. Uh, rape is painful. It not only hurts physically, but there is um, emotional pain that stays with you forever. So, and I, so when I say this, I want to be real careful about how I say things because I'm not saying the victim should not get any empathy because to be honest with you, I just don't believe that I don't believe the guys. I believe that she went over there and she wanted, she agreed to have sex with one guy and then the other guy jumped in. And this is why we gotta we gotta do something. I, I, I we gotta talk to our young men because in the end of that article, the guy said he was found not guilty and then he said something like, I'm gonna continue to be a law abiding citizen. Being a law abiding citizen doesn't mean that you're righteous, that you have character. So here are some issues with the story. The first thing is this, boys and girls, men and women, be very mindful about going into people's personal spaces. Over and over again, there are stories where you get to the apartment or you get to the house and something happens that you were not expecting. So expecting, so number one, you know, there could be more people in the home and you weren't expecting that. Um, another case where you have a lot of people put, setting up cameras and you're unaware that you're being filmed and you go over there and this is a craze that happens a lot in college where um, you know it's one guy you might be interested in when you get there because these people do not care about you they do not have the ability to care they're not interested in being in a relationship with commitment and with respect and with honor so you you're putting yourself at a really big risk if you just go if you you know, go over to somebody's house and think, I'm just going to have casual sex. And if you carry yourself that way and they think that about you, they will use that as leverage almost. It's sick, but it's true. So be very mindful of that. 
The other thing is when you go over there, if you drink something or you eat something, I just managed to finish the Jeffrey Dahmer special on Netflix and that was his MO. He would get people over to his apartment and then he would put something in their drinks and the next thing you know, they were not able to fight off his attacks because they were drugged. And that's a very common way that many people um, are able to have um, to subdue their victims, so to speak. What's interesting in that last episode of Jeff the Jeffrey Dahmer special, they connected Jeffrey Dahmer to John Wayne Gacy. And John Wayne Gacy used the same MO as well. He lured men over to his, apart his house and then when he got them in there, he gave them something to drink. And that's when his evil and his sickness, he was able to act out his evil and sickness. He was able to subdue the victims. And they had this, part of this, one of the cases in the um, in the Jeffrey Dahmer special, because some people compared the two. What's interesting is Jeffrey Dahmer in that story says, you know, I'm not like John Wayne Gacy because I've admitted what I've done, I feel like I should deserve the death penalty. Whereas John Wayne Gacy um, said he was innocent to the day he died. And, and well, his, I think his last words were not something pleasant. So they kind of connected the two, but the point I'm trying to make is be very careful when you go into people's personal spaces, you're locked into their space. They give you something to drink or something to eat. And then you're now not able to even try to fight for yourself and it is it is insane there are people unfortunately there are people who are sick and they're evil and they don't care anything about you as a human being they want to use you or misuse you and abuse you and that is what all they see you as an object to do that and so if you don't know people if, if you have not you know, had a relationship with someone where you've established, well, this is a trustworthy person. This is a person that has shown me he cares. I strongly recommend do not ever, ever going in their personal space. We have a rule in my house. It is it's so interesting because we joke about it, but it's true. You are guilty until proven innocent. I don't deal with people until they have shown me that they are trustworthy, that I can trust them. And to be honest, what's scary is that there are very few trustworthy people. You know, everybody has these, or people have, many people have these ulterior motives. So that's the first thing, never get into that space. And be mindful again of people putting things in your dream, also hitting cameras and things like that. I, I wanna address this whole idea with the men. I was in a conversation with someone recently and she was telling me like what she tells her grandson when he starts having sexual urges. And I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know what to say to a young man. I hope, I just pray and I keep saying I'm praying about this, that some man or a group of men will rise up and begin to mentor other young men in the right way. Because I get the hormonal thing. I'm very aware of you know, testosterone and how it affects the body and how it affects men and sexual drive and all of that. So when these men, they have, you know, they want to have sex. And what do they do so that they are not engaging themselves in this casual sex with it? Because one of the guys in this case, he had filmed a couple of girls. So he's just having sex with multiple partners. We're talking about so many problems that that can lead to because it's casual sex. So it's, it's not like you're married to this person, you're in a committed relationship, you care for this person. 
So many problems can come from that kind of sex. You're talking about unwanted pregnancy. You're talking about STDs. This case where you have two men, it's hard to believe that anybody would want to have sex with two men knowing that just with one man, sex may not be pleasant physically, let alone you talking about mentally. So even if a girl, I was thinking about, okay, let's say that their story is true, which I don't believe, but let's say that it is, just just for the argument's sake, what I feel like a young man should say no, because clearly something is wrong with a young woman that is willing to engage in sex with two men and they don't love her. That's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel good for her physically or emotionally or spiritually in any other way. And I wish some young men would say, no, I'm not going to engage in this kind of behavior. I don't have to. Again, I don't know what to tell young men when they want to have sex. In some cultures, this is why men and women marry early. They, from the time they're born, and they, as they grow up, they're raised to be married and be in relationships. And part of the reason is because the idea that you're not engaging in casual sex. Now, what's interesting at the same time, in many of these cultures, they believe in polygamy. So the man can have more than one wife. But we're talking about bodily fluid sex. And, and these two young men, if they wanted to just have sex with themselves, they should just have sex with themselves. They don't have to pull another person in there. But this happens too. You have people that want to engage in different perverted acts and sodomy and things like that, and they want to pull somebody else in. And trust and believe it, it's not what you want because your body is not made for that. That part of your body is not, that's not what that part of the body is for. And so you're talking about all kinds of health issues, diseases, and problems. So be mindful that this is the mindset. I don't know what comes first, the chicken or the egg. I don't know if people watching porn and you have, and somebody somebody said something to me that I never thought of. I was listening to a radio show one time and, and porn came up. And what was very interesting is that I never thought of this. No, 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 that was a life coach. He was talking about men watching porn. And basically he was saying that when men watch porn, they're watching men have sex too. And he wrote down how the human mind, the human psyche, because of our, our the way we think and the curiosity factor, basically was saying men will start to have sex with other men, you know. And then I told my daughter this, and she said, "Well, mom, you didn't know that some men only watch porn with women." Like I said, "No, I didn't know that." So I didn't even know there's all, there's all this stuff. But this is what you got to keep in mind: this stuff is is created. It's it's made, it's done with actors and actresses. And many of these actresses and actors take drugs because what they're doing goes against what is natural for the human body. Sex, when Hollywood and the entertainment business is presenting sex in their films and in other media, they make it look good. They make it look like it feel good. They centralize it. But sex does not necessarily feel good. Sex can be very painful because if you're dealing, the human body is so fragile that I just cut myself recently with a sheet of paper. So imagine someone doesn't love you, all they want to do is use your body. That is not going to be a pleasurable experience. And imagine assault. That means it is forced. Your genitalia is very fragile. A woman's body is very, very fragile. And don't let these 
pornographic shows fool you. They will have you convinced that you can, you, you can do certain things. No, you can't. It hurts. So being assaulted like that, and then what are you going to do? You're in a situation with two men, and they are more they're they're more powerful than you physically. Then what do you do? And I cannot imagine. And I mean, I've read story after story like this where people are in this situation. And Nathan McCall's book was just one example, but there are many other stories like this. And you don't, and the girls don't know what to do. They sort of freeze up and they panic. And sometimes, and you, it's not a flight or a fight because you can't fight. And then they trap you, you can't get out. So you don't know what to do. And giving in and just not fighting may seem like it's consent when it is not consent because it is painful for someone to take their genitalia and, and shove it up your orifices in your body that does not feel good. And I know this sounds crazy like I'm saying this, but there's some people, what I realized just recently is something happening in my classroom. I realized some people don't even know what's wrong. They don't even, you know, you, you're trying to correct them, but they don't even realize that what they're doing is wrong. So that is the issue that you don't, people don't realize, okay, maybe one person in this exchange is feeling something, but it's painful for most women when they're engaging in sex with people that don't love them, don't care for them, that see them just as a piece of flesh to use for their gratification. And so that's a life lesson. The other thing is, again, tell your son, if any girl wants to engage in this kind of behavior, there's something, there may be something wrong with that person. There may be some mental um, issues or emotional issues and because it, it cannot be pleasant it cannot be fun and you should you don't have to engage in it just because somebody offers me something I don't have to take it you know if someone's throwing and I, I I used to tell my students my male students like if some woman is offering you her body you should be very very leery because something is wrong your body is a temple it should be sacred and you shouldn't just be out there giving it to everybody and exposing it to everything uh on the news a few days ago driving home listening to the radio there was some kind of free testing for stds because georgia has one of the highest rates of stds people are dying ladies and gentlemen because they're out here exchanging blood fecal matter and body fluids during sex and they're dying they're getting diseases and some of these diseases are not curable and the life lesson is this if you look at it as okay it was consensual because that's their side of the story it's still bad because it's dangerous for so all those reasons if you look at it as assault it's it's even worse because it's bad for all those reasons but then now you have scarred a person for life I don't know if you remember this case, but there's an actor, and I cannot think of his name. First name is Nate, I believe, and I can't think of his last name right now. But he's an actor, and he's also a director and producer. When he was in college, it was alleged, and I'm going to use this term, again, innocent or not guilty. He was found not guilty of rape, I believe. Um, anyway, the girl who was at the center of this story eventually ended up committing suicide um according to her family she was emotionally traumatized and she was never able to get over the fact that not only was she sexually assaulted but i guess justice never prevailed so she was never able to overcome the pain of that and eventually unfortunately 
she decided to take her own life and she succeeded in that again sex is not just a physical act rape is not just a brutal and violent act it's a psychological factor that goes with this that sticks with you forever you may be able to manage your life and go on to a certain extent but that rape is somewhere and that assault is always in the back of your mind and even when you agree you you think you want to be with someone in that way and to discover that you were only used that this person didn't love you and they used your body like a you know like an inanimate like an object excuse me then it, that's also psychological when that finally hits you the, the the degradation of that and the humiliation of that is it sticks with you and it's very hard it's possible because that's why I do bad thought therapy it is possible to heal it is possible to you know heal your memories and then move forward and make better decisions in the future but that is not easy and a lot of people deal with that like children who were sexually assaulted and molested as children that can affect them in one way sometimes when they were molested because molestation may not necessarily be painful they take they may become promiscuous in other cases they may become self-harming in using substances and things like that to try to cope with all that there's so many factors because of the emotional pain sex is also a spiritual act people forget that it's not just physical that there the spiritual realm is something that most people don't want to talk about i don't know i know why because it's still and i know for many people and people are afraid but you got to understand you having sex with someone and they have this darkness in them and they are not um and they're not righteous they're not of light they're of darkness and you're giving your body and you're exchanging not only your bodily fluids but that spiritual exchange that takes place um during that time is not good it is it is hard to detox from that and to heal from that it is possible but this is something that is real so so many life lessons there i'm going to try to wrap this up because my time is running out my heart grieves for the victim for the young lady in this story they allege that the only reason why this story came to the courthouse was because of her father that he wanted her to press charges and you know i i again i know I'm, I, this is a little slanted because i my own personal experiences i'm also a woman i'm a mother i'm the first born of four women So I I have that feeling. I know what situations are like when people go into spaces and they were not they were going there for one thing and something else happened. So my heart grieves for this person and my heart grieves for so many other young women who go through this. My the, the biggest life lesson, the biggest takeaway from this is maybe we can minimize this from happening. um by by just using stories like this as cautionary tales be very careful where you go and this is for men and women because in both Jeffrey Dahmer's case case and John Wayne Gacy's case these were serial killers that killed men and they lured them into their apartments and they drugged them and they brutalized them and then killed them they brutalized them and killed them so you have to understand in this is torture and pain 
and rapists torture and pain and so the the one of the best ways is you know when i was growing up they used to tell us don't talk to strangers don't even if you see a person face to face that person is a stranger you don't know that person there's a there's something i've talked about in other episodes we get it backwards here we get involved before we get to know what we should do is we should try to get to know before we get involved there are safe ways of meeting people maybe in public spaces also giving yourself a significant amount of time to get to know people without just giving your body and being into these intimate spaces and sharing intimacy with them because you don't know them so you don't know it because if they don't love you and they don't care for you you put yourself at risk of being a victim of a story like this and being brutalized being tortured or being um taken advantage of in some way people got you know cameras now there's so many other things so i just want to um say that also i'm still praying for men some men to talk to men about being noble and righteous and honorable that you know not to just have sex with women even if they offer sex to you my red light is on ladies and gentlemen i got to wrap this thing up peace and blessings i may have to do a part 2 of this way in on this and feel free to email me at badthoughttherapy@gmail.com if you would like to have a conversation it's all just audio we can do it well take care and thank you again for listening i appreciate you bye bye